Hey there, Steve Pomeroy again, and thank you so much for joining me for this month's podcast. It's good to be with you as always, sending prayers and, and good energy, strength, hope, courage, and love to all of you as always. And for those that might be sick right now, struggling with an illness, I don't need to, to go through what's been um, talked about and on the news and you know, it's good to have a heightened awareness and not going to dismiss any of the protocols out there. Good hygiene and self-care is always important, no matter what environment that we're in. So today I'm going to talk to you about getting started for a meditation. Four things that you can focus on if you're a beginner, someone that's meditated on and off for a while, that has found themselves struggling or even where you found yourself and you've tried it a few times and you said, hey, this isn't for me. I just don't do the meditation thing. But you still might be curious because you see how it works for other people and you know how they might have a little more even temperament. So I'm going to take you through these things in short order this evening. Again, this is a time right now where we need to focus on our self-care, our energy level. We want to avoid groups, affiliations, sitting in front of the TV too long where it's low energy, low vibrating energy, too much fear, anxiety. It's good to be aware, to take things seriously. If we're not feeling well, hey, let's back off. Let's chill out. Let's take care of ourselves and be respectful of others. That's the right thing to do in any environment. So I'm not here to dismiss anything whatsoever. So again, great time to focus on self-care. Watch something funny on TV, some good humor. Being able to discern. Um, Again, avoiding low energy. And there's plenty to be grateful for. So incorporating gratitude is always a healthy thing to do. It's the healthiest of all emotions. So that will segue into getting prepared for your meditation. You know, they say, and what I've been told and read about is that worrying is a learned behavior. In some cases, many of us have become conditioned to this. For some, including me at one time, it became the new norm. I was so full of fear and anxiety and was coming from that place that I continued to turn to some very unhealthy coping I drank too much and eventually I became alcoholic, as I've talked about in previous podcasts. So I really fell prey to some unhealthy coping um, and it weakened my immune system. You know, fear and anxiety weakens our immune system. Too much of it, too much stress. It's stressful. So I became sick all the time because I was, you know, abusing my body and wasn't taking very good care of myself. So... We've all dealt with fear and anxiety at some level. We just don't want it to become the new norm. And if we find it's creeping in, we want to have the ability, the access to do something about it. We just don't want the self-critic, which we all have, that never has anything nice to say. It thinks it's trying to protect us, that part of our ego. We don't want it to take over and control us like it did me for a while. So I went back to treatment a couple of years ago. And I always liked to meditate, and I wanted to get back into it. 
And I was struggling because I wasn't, I was coming from a very unhealthy place with a lot of fear and anxiety off the charts. And if you're in recovery, you can relate to that. If you're in some form of recovery, you can relate to that. I mean, it owned me. I had very limited functionality. It was very, a very sad state and not a very good state of mind. So as I'm preparing you for maybe your first meditation or giving this another try, I just want to kind of lead into this a little bit. So again, we've experienced this at some level. You get started with this, resistance is very, very normal. I, I still get it. And I, I'm not here as an expert meditator and I'm not teaching seminars and doing stuff like this. I'm and not, you know, doing stuff like that. I'm, I'm here to just share with you what's really helped me the last couple of years and before my relapse, the last relapse, because I had a history of relapse. So I'm here to just share with you something that I find very effective that I can do for a few minutes 10, 15 minutes, and longer if I choose to. We just want to get you going here. So as you go into this, there's some important things to remember that are very key. One, when you get started and you start to focus on your breath, because that's where it's got to start. The other things you don't have to do in any specific order, but we got to breathe, right? We can breathe. We want to focus on our breath and slow things down. Because that's what we're practicing on. We're going to slow things down. We're going to slow down the pace of play. We're going to practice our pause, our ability to pause. So we want to acknowledge our worries, our fears, our distractions. Each and every time you go to meditate, there could be some noise outside, people talking off in the distance, the neighbors building a playhouse. It's okay. You can acknowledge distractions like that. As you get into your meditation and you focus in on your breath, I'll give you an example. Me. I can get into a meditation and I went through a period where I was really busy. Because that's what we're doing. We're busy. We're actively participating in life. So this is normal. This is okay. And I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute. I got this great thought in the meditation. I've got to write it down now. I got to do this now. I don't have time for this. I got what I needed. I got to cut my meditation short. I can tell you that there hasn't been one day yet that I've meditated where at the end of the day as I'm recapping my day, celebrating the wins, which is always important before we go to bed at night, that I've I, there's not one day where I've said, you know, if it wasn't for that meditation, I would have had a good day. <laughs> Sounds a little funny hearing it that way. This is not going to hurt you. It is the opposite of worrying. There's going to be some resistance. It's very, very normal. We're going to be, it's like working a new muscle group. It's like learning a new hobby, a new skill. It's going to take a little time. It's going to require a little patience. So if you think you got to jump up and move away from it and then you come back to it, it's okay. The most important thing, and you've heard me say this in other podcasts, is to not pass judgment on yourself. That is the key. Let the thoughts come and go. So here are the things 
that I focus on, and then I'm going to get you set up to do your first meditation. And I really hope you give this a shot. Number one, you got to focus on your breath. It's got to start there. A nice inhale through the nose for a count of four, five, or six. We're not trying to hyperventilate here. And then a very nice controlled exhale out through your mouth where your mouth is open just enough to where someone may not even be able to tell your mouth is open. A nice controlled exhale out for a count of six to eight. A lot of times I start out at six, I work my way to eight. This may take you, if you're really uptight and you're worked up, very normal. It happens in our society all the time. It might take you a few minutes or so to focus on your breath. Remember the goal for this as we're starting out. We're practicing our paw. We're pausing the worry cycle for a few minutes. That's not going to hurt us. How many times has it been helpful to not hit send on that email, to not send that text message, to not take that call coming in. It's like, maybe I shouldn't take this one. I'm not talking about avoiding something necessary or healthy, but maybe something that's unhealthy. Somebody that gets us upset. Or maybe we decide, you know, this person's got a lot of toxic energy. You know what? I don't think I'm going to meet with them today. The power of the pause is one of our greatest powers. So you get going. You can simply... Start to recite a gratitude list. You have shelter. Your roof isn't leaking. I notice that right now as it's raining cats and dogs here in LA. I have heat if I need it. I have AC. I have warm water. I have clean water. Anybody can recite a gratitude list. It's not going to hurt you. Positive affirmations. I am enough. I'm good enough today. Remember, It's just for today. For me as a recovering alcoholic, I can't sign up for a lifetime. That's too much. I just focus on I'm not going to drink today. So again, recite positive affirmations. That was very difficult for me in early recovery again. I'll give you an example. What I want and need is coming to me. I sometimes broke down and teared up. You talk about the unknown and some anxiety I had no idea if I could stop drinking. I didn't know. I just kept showing up. I kept making the effort. And it kept getting better and better. And here I am a couple of years later talking to you. Positive affirmations. If you pray, pray for others. These are all tools that you can use to bring it back and have a very effective meditation in very short order. It's taken me longer to do this podcast than you need to practice meditating if you're a beginner. I started out doing four minutes a day, six days a week, and six, yeah, six days a week, took a day off, and then I wanted that extra day, and making a few notes. Four minutes. Guaranteed after a month, it's going to improve your happiness. If you pray, you can pray for others, unselfishly. Not for our will. Not like, hey, I hope so-and-so figures it out and comes around to my way of thinking and I get what I want in life. (laughs) More of sending people good energy, health, happiness, strength.
strength, hope, courage, and of course, love. Even with people that we may not like right now, you know what they say, it's okay to pray for our enemies. It helps us with forgiveness. Sometimes it takes a little time. So you can do those four things if you're ever getting distracted or if you're just getting started or both. Now I'm going to give you a fifth one. And that's something I started doing as well back then. You can set your intentions for the day. For me, it started out with a few things because it was hard to do. I mean, I, my brain needed to heal physically, not just physically, but my brain, you know, a lot of emotions, working on my shame level, a lot coming up. So I would start out with intentions like, and I still use them today, listen, patience, humility, and then three things of how you want to be received by others. Humble, confident, compassionate. It's amazing how those things will come up as you start to build your practice with this. And it may not happen in the next hour or even in that day. You're setting your intentions. It might be two, three days a week from now and you know, you're saying, wait a minute, I'm finding myself very compassionate for other people right now. It takes time. We're working a new muscle group, so to speak. We're reconditioning our brain. It's all positive stuff. Again, we're working on our pause. So in summary here, sit comfortably, focus on your breath, start to relax your neck, your shoulders, your limbs. If you want to go palms up like you see people do on TV or in classes, that's a gesture of openness and willingness and receiving acceptance. That's why people do that. It might even feel vulnerable in the privacy of your own home. Settle in and remember, as you're settling in to the chair or the sofa, focusing on your breath, the key is to not pass judgment on yourself. It will be okay. Give it a shot. I'd love to hear from you as always, those of you who reach out to me. It's great. We chat a little bit through messenger, text, or whatever it may be, or on the phone. It's all good. So anyways, stay healthy. Self-care right now. Good energy right now. We need it. We need it in our societies, our communities, in our country, and all over the world. Let's do our part. Good luck to you with this. God bless you. You banner. Your efforts will be enough with this. I promise you. And you are loved. I love you. Take care and God bless.